Don't you love this atmosphere? I told your great apostle tonight, I said, you know, when you get my age, you really don't give a hoot what people think about you. You're going to obey God. It doesn't matter if your hair lips the devil. I feel that unction on me tonight. If I was the devil, I'd be packing up, headed to Cuba. I'd get out of this part of the world. I'm telling you, God is up to something magnificent. He's up to something so, so powerful. You know, and, and, and I want to say to you, when you're flowing, and she took off on Psalm 118, 16, it's right there in my notes. Now, I thought, She asked me, Dave, what are you speaking on tonight? I said, and then she gets right up here and takes off after it. The hand of victory has been raised, and the Lord is rolling the tide. My God. I'm going to tell you something. It doesn't matter what anybody says, God's about to change it. I don't care what they've said. I don't care how negative they've been. They're about to be shocked by the hand of God moving on your life. They're about to see God in a demonstration of his blessings upon your life. D and I, D and I was uh, Wednesday before we headed down here trying to spruce up a little bit for y'all's folks. One got a haircut. Me and her went, we go to the same haircutter and we was in there and she, she got her little dude started. They stuck her under a dryer. They took me in there and washed my head and started working on me. And uh, so the cutter then said to me, I have a question to ask you. I said, well, I don't know if I can answer with them scissors in your hand. And she said, I need to ask you a question. Because I know you carry a powerful, prophetic mantle, and I respect that. And, so I, and she said this morning, when I was getting dressed for the last two or three, four weeks, I've been under this intense pressure financially. It's choking me. Things are just coming against our finances. So I'm just listening to her talk. And she said, do you have a word from God? I said, I carry a word from God. And she said, what is God saying to you? I said, well, lay your scissors down. She said, okay. I said, the Lord would say to you, in agreement with my wife and I, this is a week, now this is Wednesday, this is a week, God will testify with supernatural money coming in your account. Write it down that D and I said it'll happen now, suddenly. She said, well, I don't know how in the world that can happen. I said, I didn't ask you to figure it out. I'm not concerned about your logic. Quit trying to put God into some kind of an incubator. I said, let God be God. Go ahead and get your praise on before you pick them scissors back up. 
So she lifted up her hands and praised the Lord a little bit. I said, now put a smile on your face. Because when we leave here, God's going to start working. I was upstairs in the mansion y'all got me in today, praying, seeking God, and having myself a good time. All of a sudden, I heard Dr. D answer the phone. She said, oh, my God, say it to me again. And all of a sudden, she started speaking that strange language. Holy Ghost tongues. I thought, Lord, what is going on on that phone? I laid my Bible down, tiptoed down the stairs. She got off the phone. I said, what in the world was that about? She said, that was our hair cutter. I said, well, what did she say? She said, well, she went to her bank account yesterday, and there was a deposit from somewhere for $14,000. Oh, come on. God's got the money to deposit in your account. We're trying to put God with some kind of limits. Come on, somebody. He's Jehovah Chira. He's the mighty God. Greater is coming to your house. I said greater is coming to your house. Hey, yeah, tonight said the ladder shall be greater. Somebody say greater is coming to me. Greater is coming to me. So her husband, being a law officer, said, I think you need to try to find out where that money came from. She said, well, the apostles were in my chair, me cutting her hair, and they said, unexpected money is coming to your bank account. Can I tell somebody in this room, get ready, unexpected money is coming to your account. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I said I feel the Holy Ghost. Unexpected resources. Somebody shot, Greater's coming to me. Be seated. You're shouting on your time, not my time. Don't charge me for your shout. <laughs> yeah, I love you, brother. I love you. I may put you in my suitcase. See, we get bound up with people saying that's facts. Well, 
I got something called the Bible that'll mess with your facts. Cause truth overrides facts. Wish I had some help. You see, facts say on the news every day about a hundred times, we're in inflation. I got news for you. They're in inflation. I'm kingdom of God, man. Kingdom of God don't know no inflation. It only knows increase. I said it only knows increase. I wish somebody would help me in the house. See, my hair cutter had a need. And fact said... She was in trouble because she had a bunch of payments due. Two of them were past due. And she said, I'm going to have to have about four $5,000. I said, well, I believe God's more than enough. Hello, somebody. I said, I believe God is more than enough. You're not going to get me into the world system. I'm a kingdom of God man. I said, I'm a kingdom of God man. I believe in faith and glory. I believe these two streams are coming together for the last move of God. And they're not moved by facts. I don't care if a gallon of gas goes to $40 a gallon. That just means my car will start getting 400 miles a gallon. Mm. Y'all ain't ready for me. See, I've done live long enough. I've got enough scars on me to tell you God's a keeper of his word. I said he's a keeper of his word. I said he is the keeper of his promise. I don't care what the facts are. You see, when God starts transitioning you to your next you're going to have to get to a point facts don't mean nothing. Your bank account don't mean nothing. What your neighbor says don't mean nothing. What that religious person says, be sure it don't mean nothing. Because God's raising up a new breed. I said God's raising up a new breed. How many is ready to transition to your next. It ain't going to look like anything in your past. And just before 
your next, it gets really tough. Because the devil's going to see, do you really believe your next is about to come? Somebody is going to get a next between now and Sunday night. I didn't stutter when I said that. I said, you're going to get a next between now and Sunday night. When you come through that fire tunnel, it's going to blow you away. Oh, it's going to blow you away. Now listen to me. I love this scripture in 1 Samuel 30. A lot of people think that's a real bad scripture. I'm just going to refer to it. But it's a scripture where David is in between about to step over into his prophetic destiny. Are you following me? He and his men are all fighting. Come back, Ziglag is burned. It's a pile of ashes. His wife, his children, his soldiers' wives, their children, their gold, their silver, their herds, all gone. David crosses over the hill, looks down in the valley of Ziglag, nothing but smoke. Comes up to Ziglag, stops. But what he didn't know, he was just hours away from the greatest prophetic fulfillment of his life. Somebody here has gone through some hell. But I got a word from God for you. You're just hours away from the greatest days of your life. You're just moments away. Now, did you notice my hair cutter needed four or 5,000 bucks? How much did God give her? 14,000. I think I'm going to go get a haircut again next week, see if she's got some seed left over. Just kidding. Don't get nervous. You see, I believe that just before your greatest breakthrough, comes a battle. David was torn to pieces in intense pain, his mind blown as he looked. His family's gone. His gold is gone. His silver's gone. His herds are gone. He's been stripped in a matter of a moment. And in that intensity, he didn't even realize God was about to testify. I want to tell somebody right in the middle of your intensity, God's about to testify. 
when people are lagging their tongues, when people are saying negative stuff, get ready, get ready, get ready. God's about to testify. So he's standing there. He shook up as anybody would be. His buddies turned on him. And then he said, I'm going to prayer. I want to find out what God's got to say. I want to tell somebody you're at the right place at the right time to get an impartation that's going to change your tomorrows. And when David went before God, he said, God, what do I do? And God said to him, pursue. You'll overtake. And verse 8 of 1 Samuel 30 said, and you will recover all. I don't care what the devil did to you for the last three years of hell. All kinds of junk has happened. I really don't care because God said, just tell you, the greater is coming. I said, the greater is coming. The greater is coming. Okay, what it looks like, the greater is coming. Now, mark it down in your spirit. David was three days from getting it all back. Plus, somebody in here is three days from getting it all back, plus, am I in the right house? I said, you're about to take it all back again. You're about to take it all back again. Three days, he got it all back. But in six days, he stepped into his destiny. On the sixth day, I said on the sixth day, he became the king of Israel. Samuel had anointed him to be the king of Israel. It looked impossible. Are you listening to me? A shepherd boy meets a giant, becomes world-known, and then had to run for his life. But now it's miracle time. I hear God saying it's miracle time. Somebody in here is about to step into your divine destiny. I said somebody in this house, listen to me right now, is about to step into your divine destiny. God said it's going to be greater. It's going to be greater. I said, it's going to be greater. I want to tell you this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hurry. They said, there's going to feed me in 10 minutes, so I'm going to be sure I'm out of the way. <laughs> I sure don't want it to get cold. <laughs> Some of y'all said, where did he come from? Don't worry about it. See, I have a spiritual son. Dee and I have a spiritual son and daughter. They came to our house. We prayed over them. 
and we spoke a word of prophecy over their life. And I said, you know, son, God can do more in a moment than you can do in a year when you just simply let God be God. And, and the reason he was there is that his old car had 170,000 miles on it, and it was on its last leg. And he said, well, Pops, I need a, a new car, but I don't want to go in debt. Dee and I looked at him and said, son, you're at the right place at the right time. You've given yourself to the high calling of God. You birthed a brand new church. God knows all about it. And I said, Dee and I are going to come in agreement that God is going to release supernatural money and it's going to shock you. But I said, God will give you enough in a day will be a year's salary, and you can pay cash for your car. They left, got in that old jalopy, drove out of our driveway. Oh, big spot on the driveway. I thought, why didn't he park in the street? He knew that thing was leaking oil. And, and I know T don't like it in her driveway. And so the Spirit of God spoke to a businessman in another state. And he called me and he said, I feel like I'm supposed to give these tens of thousands of dollars to this preacher. That's your spiritual son and daughter of you indeed. What do you think? I said, I've done prophesied. He said, Will you call him and tell him the money is in the mail? Somebody's got to know God's already talking to somebody that's going to favor you and turn it around for you. Just like that. Stand with me. Somebody say, greater's coming to me. Say it again. Greater's coming to me. Greater's coming to me. See, what you don't understand, everything that has been going on up to this moment has been preparing you to step over into what God has for you. Something bigger, something better, something greater is about to happen to you because you're connected to the kingdom of God. You're connected to a house that believes the kingdom has all power. Are you listening to me, church? God is about to show himself in such a supernatural manner to your life. I was thinking tonight, just stand there for two more minutes. I was thinking tonight when I was right there sitting and the apostle was speaking of a service when they brought in 
a woman on a stretcher, an ambulance delivered her because this foolish country preacher had said the night before, if you have to get an ambulance, get it one way, but get them in the house tomorrow night. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost. When the apostle was prophesying, I felt that same atmosphere that little Letha had when they brought her. They had an oxygen tent over her apostle. They had stuff in her nose, stuff in her veins. They had sent her home from the hospital to die. They said, we give her 14 days, she'll be dead. She was down to 78 pounds. So her daughter told her mom, there's this preacher in town that last night he said, if you have to get an ambulance, get your sick people here. But just get a one-way ticket because they're going to leave on their own. Mama, I want to get an ambulance to take you tonight. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost all over me. So I walked. First of all, I drove up and word had got out. And in that day, apostle, they didn't know to save a preacher or parking spot. I thought, my God, where did all these people come from? I drove around looking for a parking spot. I had to drive about a block and a half away and park on the street. Here I come walking into that church, and the place is packed. And there's that woman with two paramedics and a young lady standing there under the oxygen tent gasping for breath, and the worship leaders trying to lead worship because I was late getting in there because I couldn't find a parking spot. So when I walked in there, ain't nobody paying attention to him leading worship. They looking at that woman laying on that stretcher. Apostle, I walked up, took the microphone, and I said, Jim, pardon me. I said, everybody won't see that woman healed. So let's just go ahead and let God do that, and then we'll have worship. So I walked up down off the platform over to her, and I said to the young lady, who are you? She said, I'm the daughter. I said to the paramedics, I need help. They said, what? I said, take the oxygen tent off of her. Take the oxygen out of her nose. Take the stuff out of her veins, and I'll pray for her. They said, oh, no, no, no. Preacher, she'll die. I said, she's going to die anyway. I said, y'all ain't helping her. Medical science has given up. Do what I'm telling you to do. And the daughter's standing there like, oh. She leaned down and said, Mama, the preacher said, take all this stuff off of you. Do you want that done? In a little weak voice, she said, yes. They started ripping that stuff off of her. The devil jumped up here on my shoulder and said, you're killing that woman. 
right here in this church house. I said, I ain't doing nothing but following God. I said, God's about to testify. Somebody in here is about to know God is God. I said, somebody in this house Something in your family, something in your life, you're about to find out he's God. They got it off of her. I leaned down over. I said, Letha, in the name of Jesus, I command you, come alive. I reached down and got her, picked her up, held her close to me let go of her, and she just fell back. I said, oh, no. No, no, no. You're going to live and not die. I picked her up again. This time I said, I'm standing you up. Her daughter said, she hasn't walked in months and months. I said, watch her. She's fixing the walk. I stood her up. That gray, ashen face turn rosy pink. I said, Letha, I'm letting you go. Go! When that woman was singing go tonight, I thought that's where we're at right now. Go! 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 Y'all know the rest of the story. She circled that house and then circled it again. I told him, paramedic, get your stretcher out of here. Get out of here unless you want to get saved because she's going home in somebody's car. That same spirit's in this house. While the apostle was prophesying tonight, I felt that same spirit. God's about to do a miracle. I said, God's about to do a miracle. Somebody said, greater's coming to me. Say it again, greater's coming to me. Say it one more time, greater's coming to me. Father, I thank you for the anointing. I thank you for the power of God. I thank you for miracles that's in this atmosphere. I thank you the atmosphere shifted as this service has gone tonight. Lord, miracles are present. While your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed, I don't know how many this room will say, Coy, I need a miracle from me or my family. Just slip it up high. Let me see it. I'm going to make sure I'm in the right house. Hands are going up everywhere. Take them back down. How many would say to me tonight, this is my God moment, and I'm not missing it.